Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the most exciting podcast <laughs> you've ever damn listened to. Uh, today, very special guest, Will, is going to uh, take us through one of his favourite game series, his, his, his top three. You know how long I've been wanting to guest appear on this program? Mm. Yeah, well, you've been knocking at the door for quite a while. You've been kicking it down, actually. Ever so- since last time we recorded, I've thought... I really want to go on that podcast and talk about um, a really random niche Nintendo series again. Yeah. Because I've never done that before. No, you haven't. A bit kicking down the door you were. So I, I couldn't ignore your performances on the uh, the strange spin-off series one that, that you were a part of, uh, of a similarly named podcast. Yeah. This being season two. Season The this. inaugural season. Well, this is season two. <laughs> this is season two. First game deep dive of season two mm. last time out we did free for all we started off season two very very casually we and did. then went on annual leave for a week <laughs> so we, we did and we started season one of course with uh another spooky uh game yeah it wasn't we as did. spooky as it should have been but we're not going to get into the way our resident. spooky in the sense that it's frighteningly bad <laughs> it's, not, it's, not a, it's not it's not as bad do we have to have this conversation again we've we gave had, it i think we gave it a we've had it three times we gave way. it like an eight out of ten on, on the podcast no way yeah, we did. What? no we're talking about resident evil 3 of course we're retconning that shit if that's true <laughs> there's no way i'm that game is a five out of ten we can do a live recall of the episode five out of ten me <laughs> at, at maximum <laughs> but you gotta remember i think since we've talked since we did that episode we've played more resident evil games since then that are substantially better mm. than that game um like I, when we played that I don't know, i'm not sure if we'd even played seven yet uh, uh no. sorry when we recorded that episode i'm yeah. not sure if we'd, we'd even played seven at that point mm. so like we've played so much more resident evil since then and you put it in perspective that game sucks <laughs> all right Compared to five that we're playing now, well, five is five is good. Five is the good stuff. <laughs> so, as we as as jarring as a transition as it was in that game to go from a yeah, the middle of a, a tribal village uh, with uh, two war chiefs trying to ta- tackle us <laughs> to then stepping through a gate into an industrial area, I want to now transition across to the main topic of today. Which is Luigi's Mansion. That the, when you say that out loud, it doesn't seem that crazy of a transition. That's pretty bad. I thought you were going to go into like the swamplands or... We're in the middle of this untouched tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're doing... They're, they're, um, yeah, in Africa. And, and we literally just step into an industrial wasteland from that. It, ha- it The world is a crazy place. Mm. And these things can happen. And, you know, they probably want their land back. Mm. From the industrialists. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever seen you enunciate a word. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad it was industrialists. <laughs> anyway, tell I us about... I think we should talk about Resident Evil 5 today. All right? <laughs> we're already on it. No. We will come back to that when we finish it. But we're having a ball, just so yeah. everyone knows. It's fun in the silly in the silly way. We, we always enjoy even silly games. We love bad games. Mm. Who doesn't? I'm not sure. Probably a lot of people. Maybe. <laughs> but we love bad games. And this is a bad game. Because we're bad boys. That is actually becoming a good game. Slowly. Ironically. Yeah. Yeah. We've become the ironic people we've always wanted to be. <laughs> we'll talk yes. about the damn game. So we're here to talk about the um, 
great series from Nintendo that's had three games <laughs> called <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> that's the, the build-up. It's actually had four games because oh. Luigi's Mansion uh, Arcade. Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Arcade is, uh, is fun. Do you remember playing that? I'm pretty sure we played it together one time. No. At, a, at a, like a time zone. They had it in the time zone or something. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. I agree to, I agree to, um, it's, it's almost hope like that the memory's true. It's almost like the, uh, you know, the on rails shooter, like House of the Dead. It's that kind of setup, but you have a big, um, vacuum. Oh. In like two player, and you like go through the mansion, and it sort of like, it takes you through on rails through the levels, and you got to suck up the ghosts and all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about that one. Yeah. And that's the best one. <laughs> uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. So Luigi got his time to shine, finally. He became the the alpha brother. Mm. I still don't know if he's older or younger. I always forget who's the oldest. I think he's older. Yeah. You could never you couldn't tell. He doesn't he doesn't really give off older brother vibes. But he also doesn't give off younger brother vibes. No. Maybe they're twins. No. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. They're not twins. I think he's actually older. And Mario's the young, you know, upcoming hero, the brave younger brother. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the um what do you think of the cover there for Luigi's Mansion One? What does it remind you of? It reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> got the cover here it reminds for the me of um, 3ds version of, of the game of on the Casper. Yeah, it reminds you of Casper. Yeah, with all the ghosts in the background. Yeah, okay. Doesn't remind you of Macaulay. No, it does too. He's, but he's he, but he's still afraid. <laughs> Macaulay's not afraid anymore. You, you you don't know what happens in the game. Oh, he still looks afraid on the case of the third game. Oh, Macaulay looks pretty afraid on the cover of Home Alone. Uh, it, yeah. No, that's, that's What's the true. difference? Mm. All I'm saying is, is that was referenced to Home Alone, that cover. Okay, so who's... Is Kieran Culkin... There's Kieran Culkin Macaulay Culkin. Who's Kieran Culkin? The one in uh, Succession. We, which one's that? The weird the weird brother. He looks like Macaulay Culkin. His name is Kieran Culkin. It's his brother. It's Macaulay Culkin's brother. No. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. That's <laughs> true. It can't be. <laughs> I thought you were saying that the whole time as like a joke because no, they no, do look the same. They're related. It's Kieran Culkin. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so which one would be Mario? Which one would be Luigi? Oh, my God. Mm. That is huge. Yeah. Well. No wonder he's a freak. We could wrap it up there. That's a pretty uh, big, oh. big cliffhanger to end on, I reckon. Which one's Mario? Oh. No, Kieran's definitely Luigi. He's the weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Which is saying something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. That's that's crazy. All right, Luigi's Mansion. Three games, three consoles, three lifetimes. It's had. It keeps coming back. And only in, only till Luigi's Mansion 3, it finally actually became something that people cared about. Really. Yeah, okay. It was never that big. Before it certainly I hit mean, it sold str- a lot, but it certainly hit its stride at three, didn't it? Three went bang, mm. and, and I think that's that's kind of happened with the Switch with like every game, like every series that's underperforms before the Switch has just made every Nintendo franchise just go absolutely bang. Yeah, like Metroid's the obvious case of that as well. So Luigi's Mansion, first game, 
pretty much a tech demo for the GameCube at some point. Uh, and the producers of the demo and around Nintendo basically liked it enough to want to make it into a full game. And that's just where it sort of spurred from. It was really, they just made some sort of tech demo to show off the GameCube's capabilities. Similar to the one where they had 128 Marios running around on the screen, which turned into Pikmin, which I said to you in the Pikmin episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they just said, let's make it into a game. It actually marked the second time Luigi was the main character of a video game. Following up 1993's Mario is Missing, oh. where Luigi had to travel across continents to solve clues as to Mario's whereabouts. Really? Yeah. Did you ever play that? Nah. Like I've a, seen it, though. Like a detective game? Yeah, but it's almost like a point-and-click thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not a lot going on there. But mm-hmm. he, go, he goes across the world. He goes to the Coliseum and all yeah, those right. joints. And, yeah. That's pretty cool. Back Ma- to the homeland. Mario is Missing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're obviously pretty high on the project as it debuted as a launch title for the GameCube. It was the launch title, like the Mario uh, World game okay. for the GameCube uh, over a new 3D Mario, I suppose, which uh, which later would come uh, as Super Mario Sunshine. But that didn't come out till I think maybe nearly a year later, something like that. So I think people were pretty high on Super Mario 64, obviously, and then... Uh, the GameCube comes around and people are wondering what's going to go happen with 3D Mario and they got a Luigi game where he's scared shitless walking around a mansion. Trying to... what's So what's the objective of the game? Well, let's talk about the game. The first game, at least. It is... So yeah, obviously it launched for the GameCube in late 2001 uh, and then late 2018 it came to the Nintendo 3DS, which I've got here on the table, which is just a remake like one-for-one remake basically with uh, updated uh, uh, some updated controls and like better visuals that are more rel- more relevant to the current Mario like look of characters, I guess. So just, just merely updated. And that's how I experienced the game in full properly for the first time, not the GameCube version. And I think it's really good. Um, so get, uh, Luigi's Mansion, it's kind of like a Nintendo spin on uh, Resident Evil. In a lot of ways, you 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 explore the mansion, and you have to solve a lot of miniature puzzles, uh, and tackle many ghosts that have you know many different elemental abilities and and different strengths, and just like Resident Evil, uh, I mean maybe Resident Evil Two at least, uh, you need to gather keys that are shaped like card icons, you know like heart, spade, whatever, um, and using them to progress through certain doorways through the mansion. Uh, just like Resident Evil would. Um, so it's kind of got that like, you know, mixture of puzzle solving, somewhat spookiness, if you can call it that. Like it's not actually scary, but it's like, it's got that spooky element to it, especially in, uh, compared to like a Mario game normally. Mm. Um, so it's Nintendo's best attempt at making a Resident Evil game, really. I can say that for the first game. The other two are slightly different, but the first games, I played that after I'd played... Resident Evil 2, for instance, and I was playing through and I was like, this is just Resident Evil. It's actually just Resident Evil. Well, it's funny thinking about that that key detail specifically mm. and finding the certain keys for the certain doors. So that was obviously Resident Evil 2. Uh, they, they were released around the same time, roughly, I guess, with Luigi's Mansion would have been one or two years. Yeah, it's probably like after. two or three years after Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And then uh, or something. just having finished uh, Resident Evil 4, which we'll talk about at some point soon, uh, there was... Uh, 
in the early parts of that game, there was the the key thing, not quite to the same level. Mm. But you had to find certain keys. Yeah, but it's more progressing through the level rather than just finding little treasures and stuff so much. Mm. But that sort of actually faded out. I realized now that you've mentioned it after the first quarter of the game. Yeah, it's a really like it was just like they were transitioning in the development out of this key obsession. Yeah. Uh, mm. And clearly, it took Japan by storm. <laughs> yeah, this key, <laughs> this key thing. It's cool and quirky, but it's definitely the one, the one thing. If you ever think, oh, this is a, um, again, sorry, getting away from Mario's uh, Luigi slightly, but you know, like, I remember playing Resident Evil Two and thinking, like, yeah, this is a spooky uh, mansion, police station, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you get these random keys, and you're just like, this is the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes more sense to be in Luigi's mansion. It does. So I think he can have it in all the games forever and ever. It's a very like young young people, uh, kids trait. It's like I've I have a key that's shaped like a um spade and there's a door that's shaped like a spade. I yeah. need to get this to that door. Yeah. Whereas in Resident Evil, you wouldn't think something that simplistic would uh would make it into the cut, but it did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> and many other <laughs> similarly weird things. Yeah. <laughs> um so the game for all of them, it's kind of like a third-person shooter, really. Uh, Luigi can aim his vacuum and suck up ghosts um, in the third person. He can also sort of sidestep. It's almost like a shuffle uh, from left to right, and you, he kind of like stands in line. You can kind of like use that to help aim your vacuum. Like a strafe. Yeah, like strafing. Um, and then his ability pool grows larger as the games go through with, you know, in three, which we'll talk about the added ability of whiplashing ghosts around with the vacuum and slamming them and all these different things. Um, but yeah, it's basically a third person vacuumer uh, <laughs> with yeah. Resident Evil kind of traits. But I'll talk about the first game in slightly more detail. Maybe that'll help uh, explain some of the some of the ongoings. So yeah, Luigi plays the goofball main character who is scared of everything he sees. Um, and not sure where that came from either. Like all the, Luigi was just Mario's brother, and then all of a sudden this game comes out, and Luigi's main trait is that he's a scaredy cat, and now that's gone through even like in the Mario movie. You know, yeah. like that's just who he is now. I don't know. They he's really, been They did him dirty quite a bit, but anyway. Uh, so he's got a power through to save his brother Mario. So even when it's a Luigi game, it's still about finding Mario. It's always about where's Mario. Classic they can't beta, just give it to him. Classic beta attention-seeking. Yeah. Um, so in the game, Luigi pairs up with Professor E. Gad. The E stands for Elvin, uh, which I found out when I was researching the game. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it was E. Gad. It's Professor Elvin Gad. He's a like researcher. He studies ghosts and paranormal activity and is trying to catch a large assortment of ghosts, it's like, you know, booze, uh, for research. He accidentally catches one of the largest ghosts, which is Boo Lossus, which is sort of like a big boo formed by a group of smaller boos that sort of come together and make this like colossal one. And uh, that gets King Boo's attention. Mm. And uh, King Boo launches an assault on Gad's lab and all the ghosts are set free uh, and turn evil again. So King Boo basically uses this magic to capture this big mansion and he uses it as a ploy to lure in Mara and Luigi to come stay there uh, to capture them for their crimes against Boo Kind. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, which which happens and then Mario is, uh, he gets fully taken and Luigi's kind of on the outer. Um, so 
Luigi, he needs to use Gad's prime invention, the Poltergust 3000, uh, <laughs> to capture ghosts and deliver them to Gad's lab, uh, which is a vacuum, essentially. Uh, and it has a flashlight to help stun the ghosts and then you wrestle them into the vacuum by like pulling back on the stick and you have to sort of hold on as they sort of tug at, away from it. And they basically have like a health bar that you have to get down to zero while you're vacuuming and then you can suck them up mm-hmm. um, into there. You then link it with an invention called the ghost portraificationizer. Por- <laughs> portrait por- portraitificationizer. Yeah, portraitificationizer. We'll yeah. take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about like a portrait, a vacationizer. <laughs> uh, and that uploads the ghost you capture to the lab and it turns them into portraits. And there's this big portrait museum of all the ca- ghosts the, that you've captured and stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, when you go through the game, you clear the rooms of the mansion uh, by ca- uh, you know sucking up the ghosts and that'll light the rooms up. And then you know it's safe, clear inside those rooms so there's like a big map it's got exactly like resident evil so like you look at the big map in the mansion it's got multiple floors and you'll see a room if it's lit up you know you've cleared everything in that room mm-hmm. um so like yeah the, the map in the game's like just like resident evil 2's um police building whereas you go through you can see where you've been you know you don't need to go back there because you found everything in there whatever um so you go through like that luigi also has the use of the game boy horror which is a modified Game Boy that serves as a map and an in- inventory and a scanning device. Um, so you can call EGAD through it and talk to him. You can check check the map, manage your inventory, and even use the Game Boy camera to scan rooms uh, for ghosts and listen to audio feedback from around the room to try and pinpoint where the ghosts might be through the Game Boy camera. Um, so the the your screen in the game like looks like a Game Boy screen and mm. it even has Game Boy Horror written on the bottom like Game Boy Color would be written or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, so eventually, yeah, you go through the game and, you know, find ghosts and tackle some bosses and whatever and eventually uh, you defeat King Boo on the rooftop of the mansion and save Mario who's stuck in a large portrait um, and everyone goes back to normal. I can't really remember the rest of what happened. I just know it all works out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and that's Luigi's Mansion Mart 1. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 1. <laughs> so what made it, in your mind, what made it the perfect uh, tech demo to develop, you know, release at the start of the GameCube? Or, you know, what would have what would have they seen in it when they were doing this, again, yeah, tech demo and gone, oh, no, that's a perfect game to launch? Or mm. I don't know, like, is there a mechanic in it that would have tested out the GameCube that the 64 definitely would have had? Wouldn't yeah. have had? Yeah. I pro- it probably has something to do with the um, firstly the the visual fidelity of the game at that time is pretty good um, especially it being like spooky vibes there's a lot of shadows going on and boosts you know booze coming out of portraits and and all these different things like lot you know thunder and lightning through the windows coming in with the the lighting stuff like that I imagine those kind of things would have been high on the mind for it to be something that they'd want to show off. But I think also the whole vacuum gameplay with sucking things up um, off the ground and the and the, the booze and like being able to really aim the vacuum where you need, need it to go was probably quite novel for the time, especially for Nintendo because, you know, with the N64, that only had the one stick in the center. It didn't have offset sticks. So like the GameCube uh, has two sticks. 
Um, the, the right stick is like kind of the C buttons, but it, was, it is also a stick. So um, I think something to do with that. It would have been novel for mm. Nintendo. And like it would, it, it probably would have been something that used all of the features of the GameCube controller because it was, you know, because using uh, uh, the vacuum's abilities and everything's like pretty technical for a Mario game, I'd say. So yeah, I'd say it would have been a good showcase of not only the visual power of the GameCube but also the controller's capabilities um, overall. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But I think. Yeah, I think the game, it's it's well loved now, I'd say, but I, I don't know when people when I even when I see lists online of like oh top ten GameCube games like Luigi Mansion's always in there, but it's never like number one. I think people like it, but it was never loved. And then the 3DS remake came out, which put some light on it again. But I think people dislike that one in comparison to the GameCube one, um, for whatever reasons. But I think it's very good. Which one? The third one. The 3DS version of the first 3DS, game. 3DS, sorry. Gotcha. Um, is less loved, but I, I like it. I, that's how I played the game, and uh, I, I was real sucked in to that. And the <laughs> Game Boy Horror looks really good on the 3DS too because you use a 3D effect, and you can like see the depth of the Game Boy screen in the, in the 3DS screen. It just looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. A bit very meta. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Um, but yeah, so many things about Luigi's Mansion are just top-notch. Like, I love the music too. It's sort of like spooky, really different kind of music for a Nintendo game. Um, and then the character interactions are all good. All the characters talk too. I think that's something that's different. Like, even Mario and Luigi speak in the games. They don't just speak in, like, Rabble. They actually talk. Okay. Um, and whatever. Like, Princess Peach is in the game. Games like Toads are in the game at points. I think all the characters actually talk. Um, so it feels pretty novel compared to other stuff. And Egad's a good character too, like a fun addition that's part of the Mario universe in that space, I suppose. He's not really featuring anything else, but it's cool that he's something. He's part of it. He's a new character. is always good. Yeah. It's his own little pocket of the world. Yeah. Makes it, helps make it unique. Yeah. But yeah, I think the game's good. I would play it again, and I'd say it's... Yeah, I think it's my favourite of the three just because it has that... It feels the most like a um, suspenseful Resident Evil-type adventure where you have to do a lot of problem-solving, but in, in the one building, a lot of like a lot of joint pathways and ways to, to manoeuvre around the mansion where you have to really think outside the box of like, oh, how am I going to get into this room? I need to go around a different direction and go through here and there's a boss in there and I gotta do this. I don't know. It if it just feels the most solid package overall, I think still. Um but three's three's not far behind. Three is very good. Mm. Yeah. But there was a game before three. And that was two. Luigi's Mansion two. That's uh that's unusual. Yeah, which came out for the three DS in early twenty thirteen. So twelve year gap from Luigi's one to uh, Luigi mentioned one to two. Huge gap in releases. And also, obviously, a shift to the handheld. Yep. Shift mm. to the handheld. Yeah, a few shifts. So, yeah, early 2013 for the 3DS. It's actually coming to Switch in 2024. They're re-releasing it with updated um, visuals and updated whatnot in widescreen, all this stuff for Switch. So, that's cool. Um, it was known as Luigi's Dark Moon in the US. So, they have to be different. Why do they have to... Yeah, be like that. I know. They always have the lamest movie titles as well. 
Yeah. Even Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. I know, the Sorcerer's Stone. Like, good lord. Ugh. And you know what they always have as well in America is if you look at their game cases, generally their characters are looking more angry. Mm. They're always like determined, like, yeah. But then like other game cases here are like, they're more general. Like a character might be smiling, but that, that like hardly ever happens in America. Characters have got to be tough. Yeah. You can't show fear. Yeah. Otherwise you won't take on the Middle East one day when you grow up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was developed by Next Level Games, which is sort of like a second party Nintendo studio from Canada who had previously worked on the Mario Strikers series and Punch-Out for Wii, I think, for Nintendo. Um, and Punch- a bunch of other games that were Nintendo as well. I think their first game I looked at was like NHL Blitz or something and then uh, they worked on a few random games from Microsoft and that. But yeah, anyway, a, a, a second party company took over the series from here, um, from this point, which I think is good. Like, well, like- that clearly shows that Nintendo probably weren't going to do anything with it again. So it's good for someone else to come in and say, yeah, well, look. Mm. Uh, yeah. I just think it's good that Nintendo games are being outputted by like studios that aren't just in-house Nintendo sometimes, like especially when they're sort of more niche series like this. Um, similar to Metroid, like that's, you know, at the 2D games are now being like Dread is made by Mercury Steam, which is a Spanish studio. Um, and then the 3D games like Metroid Prime are made by Retro Studios, who are from Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, and they, they're like, you know, they're like owned by Nintendo in a way, but so Nintendo oversees it, but it's separate. Yeah. I think that helps like, you know, have more games come out and more fresh ideas and, and everything too, which is good. So next level, um, yeah, made this one. They made uh, three as well. So like they're, they're still doing it, which is good. Um, so in this version, in two, I don't actually have it um two <laughs> but i will buy the switch version when it comes out so i've got the three um it's the main thing that it's no- nice to have the collection of something no, it is, but That's- the no- that knowledge seeing just the two uh, the uh, game one and game three next to each other mm. knowing that two is going to be there in not too distant in the not too distant future is comforting i'm glad I'm glad that makes you feel that way. It's comforting for me as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel I feel really com- a lot of comfort when I recently picked up Pikmin One Plus Two for Switch, and now I have all four games on Switch on a cart on the cartridges. Mm. And you just look at the three boxes, and it's like, yeah, I've got them all. It's just nice. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Too bad the world's going digital, so we're going to have to suck it up. Yeah, we're going to have to. We're, they're going to have to follow our lead. Well, we spoke about Into this. the digital frontier. We spoke about this in free-for-all. We're, we're linked for life, mate. We're console <laughs> linked. We're never buying physical games again. Yeah, wherever it works and whatever it means. So don't buy Assassin's Creed Mirage, mate. You or me. Oh. Oh. Hmm? Uh. Anyway, Luigi's Mansion 2, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, in this version, Gad. E-Gad, Alvin. As it were. E-L-V-E-N, like an elf. I-N. Oh, Elvin. 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 Mm. <laughs> uh, he's working on new inventions with a grouping of friendly boos uh, after they, you know, liberated them, I, I guess. Uh, when King Boo shows up and he destroys the Dark Moon, oh. which uh, causes the boos to become hostile. America. Over the valley. They, had, they, they were switched on. They knew the Dark Moon was going to be important. And they put it on the game case. Well, funnily enough, they called it Dark Moon 
and they must have known Dark Moon was actually in the game. It's spooky. Yeah. yeah they, got talk, a, talk, they got a hot tip. Yeah. Talk about crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Luigi has to recapture all the ghosts again for Gad. Uh, but this time he is across five mansions uh, and he's using the newly built Poltergust 5000. Skip the 4000. Yep, 5000. This was bought by Malfoy's dad. Yeah. All right. Uh, and new inventions such as the dark light device and the strobe bulb. Strobe Can you guess what those things would be? The dark light device? Dark light shows fingerprints. And also, schmegma, <laughs> and then the, uh, um, and then the, the the strobe light. Oh, who knows? Yeah, that's. I don't know. Could be anything. Yeah, yeah. But, but be, beware of that black light. I don't think the kids should be playing around with one of those things in no, the mansion. The dark, the dark light device. Yeah. So that emits it. I like the. I like it. it emits like a, a rainbow-looking beam. Mm. that can uncover hidden furniture, doors and ghosts, um, even like hidden portrait frames on the walls to unlock items and ghost and calendars, even free someone that's stuck within the portrait. Mm. So basically like there'll be hidden stuff in the room and use the dark light device to unveil hidden objects oh. that are like invisible. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that makes so sense. You'll see. And it's like a big rainbow beam. I, I always liked the look of it. It's much better than I thought. Oh, Yes. Mm. Uh, the strobe bulb allows for the flashlight to create a strong blast of light that stuns the enemies. You know, like a portrait camera, like in like a studio, and there'd be a big camera that goes like, poof, with a big thing of light, and yeah. then it fades away. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like a big, big energy blast. So it's not even a strobe light. It doesn't strobe. No, it's just like oh. a big. Well, it's not, it doesn't say strobe light. It says strobe bulb. <laughs> yeah. Look, that bulb. That bulb has is falsely advertised. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted for, strobing. Damn it! It's for the best. They probably did have strobing, and then everyone in the QA had seizures. Yeah, with the 3D turned on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I just strobe it like, amplified it by a hundred thousand times. Oh, strobe lights with 3D goggles on. Oh, <laughs> imagine that in the movies. Uh, hey, fun fact, actually. Uh, hey, will the I think they put they end up putting Luigi's Mansion. Two on 3DS because originally Luigi's Mansion One was built with 3D capability with with goggles, right? For GameCube, okay. I, I didn't actually write that down, but I remember reading that. Um, so I think the it made sense for it to transition to 3D when they you know had the technology down. Mm. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna cut straight to the end because I don't really like I've played Luigi's Mansion Two, but sort of briefly when it came out. Um, so long ago. Mm. So I don't really remember it all, but I did look up like what happened at the end. So at the end, Luigi travels to a paranormal dimension to collect the final piece of the dark moon and save Mario. Oh. Turns out Mario was captured once again. He's an idiot. Oh, yeah. He is an idiot. Beta boy. He is an idiot. Uh, he then fights King Boo in an illusion and defeats him, restoring Evershade Valley back to its glory and freeing the ghosts of their tormented state. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a hero. What do you think of that name? Evershade Valley. Evershade. Mm. I kind of like it. Yeah. Shades to do with, you know, ghosts and everything like that. Mm. Ever. If you put ever, it's like Everglade, you know. Yeah. But you put ever in front of anything, it's America would be happy. Yeah. What about forever? For 
<laughs> what does it mean? What's the look he giving me? Oh, I just thought for forever Shade Valley. But if you put ever in front of something, you can come up with great names. Oh. <laughs> I once put ever in front of a word and it turned into a fantastic band name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was ever carnage to start with. It was. You look at four. It was. <laughs> forever. <laughs> My initial idea was ever carnage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had, and then we added the four onto it, so it became Forever Carnage became the name of the band. That could have been every Carnage. Yeah, you know, thinking back on that band name, I actually don't think it's that bad of a band name. No, it's not bad. That's Forever not bad. Carnage is actually all right. I yeah, don't no, mind it's, it. not, it's not. It's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the it's just the classic uh, high school emo band. Any band name is cool if it gets popular. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. If if it gets famous, it's going to end up being. Like, you'll think that's a cool band name. Yeah. Like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Short Stack. Short, well, that was never cool. <laughs> Short Stack. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, what did he do? He fought King Boo and restored Evershade Valley back to its former glory. And he also meets a friendly ghost, Polterpup, uh, at the end, <laughs> which is a doggy ghost. And they become friends. A go- A what? A doggy ghost. A doggy ghost. A goggy ghost. <laughs> well, it sounds like everything's going going to plan for Luigi so far. In terms of uh, him coming out not dead, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but he has to go through all the spooks, and he doesn't like the spooks. Is it spooky? Nah. Nah. I mean, Luigi's Mansion 1 is slightly spooky mm. in, like, some ways, but, like, it's, it's Nintendo. It's not actually scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I doubt even if I played this when I was a kid, when it came out, if I had a GameCube, I don't think I actually would have found it that scary. Mm. (laughs) It's more just the, you know, maybe the parts of the game where Luigi's creeping around on his tiptoes and it's very silent and you can just hear a couple of creaks in the next room. It's like, oh, oh, what's in there? But, Mm. like, at the end of the day, they're all just going to be booze. It's like, is that really scary? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like my Nintendo games M.A., so I don't think it's for me. Well, uh, yeah, uh, it's yeah. Look, it's not scary, but it is uh, very charming. I say that much because Luigi's a uh, very funny character. He gets himself into lots of stupid situations. You know, falls on his bum, gets up again, keeps keeps charging. Very brave of him. He's very very afraid, but he keeps chugging through to save Mario. Resilient. His brother owes him big time, even though his brother <laughs> would just palm him off every time. <laughs> The beta brother. Oh yeah, he's a he's a wanker. Uh, so this game's probably arguably the weakest of the trilogy. I think that's a general consensus around the internet. Uh, it probably was the most least played entry as well. I reckon. Um, I think the first one sold three point something million copies. <clears throat> I'm not sure what the second one sold, but I'd argue it was probably the we- the least played um, uh, entry. It's definitely the least spoken about. Yeah, I've heard about it. Uh, five times in my life yeah i think the reason is, is it, fo- it feels more mission based where so you've got the five mansions i think there maybe is maybe six not five so you have five mansions that they sort of you go into the mansion and you complete almost a mission uh for egad and uh, once you've delivered on that outcome i think you, you get taken out of the mansion a lot and like sort of um zapped back to the lab so you're kind of going in and out a lot it doesn't feel like a cohesive mansion or puzzles and you know you, there's not like a consistent level of 
exploration. Mm. Yeah, it feels a lot more mission based across different mansions, um, and I think that breaks up the formula a bit. It doesn't feel as um, nearly as atmospheric or or anything like that because of it. Well, it sort of cheapens it a bit, right? It dilutes the fear factor because you've got all these different mansions that are all yeah. haunted rather than just this one that's you know intensely focused upon. Yeah, I guess rather the mystery. Yeah, because you're you, you just know you're there to like you know to do what your task is rather than the first game has so much mystery around the mansion like you don't you don't know where you're going you just got to solve solve it as you go you don't know where mario could be um kept you don't know where boss could be or or whatever so the 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 the, the mystery is gone um so i think that's the biggest the biggest bummer I'll, it'll be interesting to see what its reception uh will be when it lands on the switch next year cuz like that's it's going to have more eyes on it than ever before and it will sell like a few million copies at least just because it's on switch mm. and there's 130 million switches in the world now or some crap yeah <laughs> so like it will it will sell a bunch of copies so um it'll be interesting to see what the reception is considering three's on the switch and it's a fantastic game so like it, it'll uh, uh, likely be a downgrade automatically on three mm. right so that'll be interesting uh one thing it did add though is the multiplayer mode scare scraper for the first time Ooh. which is uh almost like a local i'm not sure if you could play it online on 3ds you probably could but it's players could team up to fight booze on in levels ongoing. It's kind of like a challenge tower. If that makes sense. You sort of fight rooms of booze over and over and over. I think to like get a high score. And um, I'm not sure if it's there's a, a certain number of rooms or if it just keeps going till you stuff it up. But it's like a challenge rooms thing. Yeah, or yeah. A battle tower kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Those mechan- those game modes are always fairly fun. I mean, I've, I've the main one I've played in a couple of different games is Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of fun if it's besides the main story, but still never, they still never have much weight of, uh, you know, they don't really hold your attention any longer than well, you dying once or you twice. Know, it, is, it does make sense you wouldn't care about Battle Towers much because you play the um, beta Pokemon Silver with no Battle Tower, where I play the alpha Pokemon Crystal with a Battle Tower. You play the spin-off. So, it's DLC. No Battle Tower for you, buddy. Do you yeah. even know where the battle tower is? I was playing you it. probably don't because it wasn't there. It's in Olivine. It's not in Olivine. It's past. It's next to it. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks anyway. It's I've only in Crystal it. though. Pretty sure. It's only in Crystal. Yeah, it's in uh, yeah. Heart, Gold and Soul. Same Silver. with Emerald. It's like it's only in Emerald. It's not in Ruby and Sapphire. Well, that's the battle. That's a whole island. It's like a battle island. I, I, I can't remember the name. That's cool. But I feel, I feel your pain because I had Ruby and Tom, my brother, had Emerald. He wouldn't have. He, he wouldn't, had the battle islands, and I didn't. He wouldn't have uh, made the most of it. He wouldn't have. He did. Did he? Yeah. He oh. was into. He, I think Emerald's probably his favorite Pokemon. He, he played that a lot. Actually. Rayquaza. I wish he didn't get rid of it. I would love to own it still. Rayquaza, yes. Um. Anyway, what are we on? Luigi Mansion Two. Yeah, it's fine. Would you play it? Moving on. <laughs> would you play it? No. Why? Uh, because it's, it's the weakest one. Um, yeah, but you don't. You, you got to make your own opinion. It might be your favorite. Yeah, but it won't be my favorite because I haven't played. I won't play it. But why? Well, why wouldn't you play it? Because I'll play three. You, you have a switch. Yeah, I'll play three. Um, because you said it's the best one. Well, it's I, the, I my favorite <laughs> one is the first one. Oh. I've stated that already. All right. Three's just not far behind it though. Oh, three is very good. Right, sorry, sorry, yeah. but well, yeah, I'm not playing. The two. first one is my favorite, and the first one it featured in my honorable mentions for my top fifty. 
I remember that. But that didn't. Which is actually quite a burn because that is a very good. Three is very good. <laughs> three was in your top 50, right? No. Top 20. No three. Luigi's Mansion game made my top 50, which is a burn. Neither did a Pikmin game. We'll see what happens in the 2024 edition of my top 50. No, right? that one that one slipped through. Oh, I should have picked up on it and made made comment. Well, you clearly don't listen. I listen. I just don't know Luigi's. I thought Luigi's Mansion 2 was the best. Well, you'll have to find out and play yourself. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3 released on, guess, how's this date? October 31st. 2019. Halloween. Ooh, marketing. Worldwide. Yeah. As well. No no region-based. None of that nonsense. Games games back in the day always released in different regions, different times. Even the first game on GameCube. It didn't come to your, uh, the EU and the AUS till 2002, even though it was 2001 for the rest of the world. Well, because America had made everyone reprint all their covers because they wanted these stupid names on them. So yeah. it took them like a year <laughs> to re- revise them. <laughs> Pretty likely. Oh, you know what Luigi's Mansion uh, in Japan is called? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah uh, R- R- uh, Takeshi's uh, Mansion. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Luigi Mansion. <laughs> Luigi Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I just yeah, I was gonna say Rikishi. Rikishi's <laughs> <That's about> Mansion. <laughs> Takeshi. <laughs> It's Takeshi's castle, right? Takeshi? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Takeshi. I was on TV the other day. Armored, uh, uh, um, MX- what's the show? MXE. No, no. What, Altered Carbon? Altered Carbon. Takeshi. Oh, yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takeshi's. Uh, Takeshi uh, K. Corvo? Uh, <laughs> Corvo's Dishonored. It's it's something like that. Takeshi. Corvo? Luigi's Mansion 3, also known as Luigi Mansion. One of the biggest missteps of Netflix's career. Is it Luigi Mansions? Luigi Mansion 3. Mm. Uh, (laughs) One of the biggest missteps of Netflix. That was an altered carbon comment for everyone. (laughs) We moved on. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I was talking about that the other night with Elise. I just saw it on Netflix and I was like, God. What did Elise say? What do they do that for? Oh, no, I think she just said, yeah, it's sucked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, Luigi's Mansion 3 it's the best looking game on the Nintendo Switch no question I'm talking every game on the whole Switch yes that's where I kept thinking beautiful. you're saying it's the it best it's beautiful the best Luigi's Mansion but oh, yes it's, the it's insane best how good that game Switch. looks it looks like a um, like it actually looks like the Mario movie it's so good looking mm. it's crazy yeah yeah well, you got Gooigi there, which I know you're going to touch on. Sorry, sorry for the spoilers, but yeah, there's well, lots, of, lots of goo to take over. <laughs> lots of goo graphics. Yeah, it is gooey. Don't want the the black light coming out. <laughs> it's the dark light device. Damn it! It's not the black light. Sorry, the the pro the pro bulb. The strobe bulb. Strobe. Sorry. <laughs> <The> pro bulb. <laughs> you're thinking of a blow bulb. T- Takeshi Kovac. That's an enemy from uh, Pikmin. Takeshi Kovac. What did I say? Kovac. Kovac. Co- Co- yeah, what did CS. I say? I said Co- Corbo or Corbo, something. Corbo, so yeah, yeah. Kuvu. <laughs> yeah. Played by the guy from Suicide Squad and then the guy who plays Falcon. And there's also the senator guy in uh, House, of the, the House of Cards. In season one. Uh, who dies? In a couple, isn't he? 
Isn't he die in season one in the car with um, Kevin Spacey? They're in a car together and he, he overdoses or something. Yeah, the carbon monoxide I'm poisoning. thinking of a different character. But yeah, he Maybe. was in House of Cards. Yeah. And then he plays um, the su- in Suicide Squad. Uh, Rick Flagg. Rick Flagg, the, yeah. the ultimate... Oh yeah, comic book character. Oh yeah, yeah. And what's the name of the what's the name of the guy who plays Falcon? Anthony, isn't it? Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. So altered carbon. Great show. Altered carbon series one, season one. Well, both were good. No. Oh, I thought both were good. Uh, so next level games created Luigi's Mansion three again. I did say that before. Uh, so three keeps the same core gameplay as the first two games. Uh, bringing back all of the previously mentioned abilities that you pick up throughout the game. I think they'd like the you know the dark light device probably pick it up a third way into the game. Those kind of things, because you know everything always has to go missing. Inventions go missing. It's like Metroid. You have to. You always start with nothing. Uh, yeah, that's how course. games work. Yeah, and then you very quickly find the the things from the last game quickly, but then you don't find anything new until you found the old stuff first. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. It's, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so Luigi gets the Poltergust G00. Oh, nice. Nice. That's the coolest name as well. Go. It's actually Goo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never even realized. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just thought it was the G00, and I was like, that sounds, you know, futuristic. That's cool. It's, like, it's Goo. <laughs> oh, we learn things here. Oh, well, on the three's podcast. my favorite now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh, well, the Poltergust, the Poltergust Goo. <laughs> do you think you're supposed to say goo or do you say G00? I think you'd say G00. You would, yeah. It's just yeah. meant to look like goo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> this one vacuums the absolute shit out of everything. It sucks up money and items and ghosts, tablecloths from underneath fine china. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know what you It's mean. like, it's, it's super a, powerful. It's a party trick. It just absolutely obliterates the room you're in. Like, just, it's so powerful, this yeah. vacuum. Uh you can also slam ghosts, as I previously mentioned, which is uh, pretty addicting. Basically, uh, once you get a certain meter up on your on the vacuum, you can pretty much just start choke slamming ghosts over and over. You just whiplash <laughs> them all over the room uh, until they get tired enough, and then you can start sucking them up and getting their health down when they're like when they're tired. Um, but you like, it's so funny. Like you just knock the ghosts all over the place and you smash them off the tables in the room and all these things. <laughs> and like stuff just flies everywhere when you bang it. Like it's so good. Yeah. There's so much stuff flying off the screen. Um, it's very fun. Yeah. Um, the new major feature is Gooigi, as you said. G-O-O-G. G-O-O-I-G-I. G-O-O-E-G. Yeah. Um, zero, zero. <laughs> G00 IGI, <laughs> uh, who is a clone doppelganger of Luigi created by Gad. They could have called him Squidgy. Mm. I just don't think they could have. No. Yeah. It's not quite what I was going for. When you said that out loud, I instantly hated it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it wasn't what I was. <laughs> it was different inside. I already, my head. Ha- <laughs> I already have a Squidgy in my life. All right. Mm. He's a Pokemon Crystal Speedrunner. <laughs> oh. I don't need another squidgy, all right? <laughs> no, you don't. Um, 
So you use Gooigi <laughs> to help solve puzzles that require sets, you know, like multiple sets of hands. So you basically can pick... It's it's kind of funny. Gooigi's kind of like living inside Luigi and you can kind of split yourself into two people. And then say if there's like... There's a lot of puzzles in the game where you're in like, you know, underground areas and Gooigi can... Because he's gooey. He can fit through like a crack in a wall or like a grate or something like that. So you, you like you split yourself off and walk both Luigi's to where you need him to be to solve puzzles. And But the you can only use one at a time. Mm. When you change Luigi, the other one just like sort of flops like brain dead and just stands still. So you can only use one at a time. So you got to get them to each other, the places you need in the right timing and use certain levers and do all this stuff. So like the puzzle solving is very good in this game. Um, so yeah, Guiji is one of the funnest parts of the game, really. And I should mention, this game takes place in a massive hotel. Uh, oh. It's like a 15-floor giant hotel. And every floor is themed around a different thing. So there's like, um, there's a floor that's like, you know, on the bottom there might be a floor that's like more sort of surrey based because it's like the undergrounds of the hotel but then there's a whole floor that's based around like a massive stage play and all these other things so you just you end up on these like crazy um scenarios because every hotel floor is different and you got to keep going up the lift and down the lift to find things to use on other levels and all this stuff so it feels a lot more interconnected again like three uh like one but still not as connected as just the big singular mansion but it's on the right path yeah i was gonna say it sounds like a happy medium between the two yeah, for sure. Um, so, um, yeah, the, the big hotel. So you, the characters go to stay there. They're, like, invited to stay at the hotel. All of the characters. Mario's there, Peach, all, all the gang. Um, Do you reckon they're tired? And you can imagine what, what happens. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a ruse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine how tired they, they would be? Just, like, there's just always things going on. Just yeah. everyone's got their own spin-offs, like... Just when Mario finishes his own quest, suddenly he's got to go... F- oh, actually, he might be abducted and Luigi has to do something. Well, they need holidays. It's always something. They do need holidays. Yeah, but they just don't get it, do they? When they're not, when they're not playing... When we're not playing the game, they're ruling the kingdom, remember? Yeah, like tyrants, I don't know. They're listening to people's quarrels from the, you know, from the lowest yeah. common the, denominators. The, the, the peasants. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And are they, are they Peach, crowns? Peach is Alicent. Oh. House of the Dragon, and and uh, and Egad is Viserys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get into Toadsworth, a, a Mario fan fiction. Toadsworth is Viserys. <laughs> yeah. Um, the hotel's called the Last Resort. Get it? Oh, I get it. Um, it's a big, tall, golden hotel for special guests only. Uh, so the owner of the hotel, Helen Gravely, should have been special ghosts only. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So she shows them to their rooms, and they Luigi and Polterpup head to sleep, but they're awoken by Peach's scream, and it turns out that uh, Helen Gravely, the the hotel owner, and Helen, yeah, Helen Gravely. Mm. And all of the others, they're all ghosts. And there's a big trap to capture Luigi and his friends. Um, and they're doing all of this for King Boo. Right? So Luigi has to run away from King Boo. It's actually a good opening sequence where you've got to run through the hotel and King Boo's just straight up chasing you like, um, like uh, you know, the in Resident Evil. Uh, I think it's in Resident Evil 2. There's a, like a chase scene with 
the massive monster with Leon in the Suri area. Yeah. Kind of like that. You just got to run away from King Boo. Um, and you escape, uh, you know, via a laundry chute. And uh, eventually, yeah, you end up getting the, the Poltergeist G00 and you got to work your way through the hotel to save everyone and um, and all that. It's, it's very good. Very good game. I think at the end, yeah, you get the Dark Light device back. You you get a new you get a new device called the the virtual boo no more game boy horror um and a boo tracker to tell you how many boos are on each floor um uh and yeah a lot of different like boss types and all these different things that aren't not just necessarily ghosts as well it's like some other sort of interesting boss enemies um and then eventually, yeah, you, you get to the top of the hotel and you save Mario and finally finish off King Boo. Um, and if, if the hotel collapses at the end and everyone and all the ghosts that are friendly now help rebuild uh, the hotel so the ghosts all have a place to live at the end. Mm. And, you know, the, the gang goes back to um, being tyrants. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, it's great. Um, it's a really good game. Luigi mentioned 3. That's a very brief summary, but, yeah, it's... Um, a lot of fun, visually stunning. The music's great. The, it's actually quite a funny game. Like the, there's a lot of funny dialogue, um, a lot of funny moments with Luigi and and the Gooigi's quite fun, quite a like funny comedic um, sparring partner to Luigi, I suppose. Um, and then yeah, not lots of cool new abilities with um, with EGAD and and all that. Yeah, it's a good game. Chunky one too. It took me like nearly twenty hours to beat. It's quite a big game. Oh well, that, yeah. to to fully complete or just the story. Just a, just a story. I probably went out of my way to do like try and find a lot of things. So it probably doesn't take that long as a median, but um, it's a pretty chunky game. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely longer than like the first game I think took me like maybe eight hours to beat. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'd say the second game is probably the same. But yeah, this it's a pretty chunky game. At least 15 hours. 14, 15 hours. Yeah. So semi, it's a semi-burning question, but it's not too hot. So don't, don't get too sweaty. <laughs> But if if Luigi didn't have this series, I know. Have you always? Sorry, opening question. Did have you always played as Luigi? Like when you were kids with Tom, did you always choose Luigi? Um, yeah, I have played as Luigi for a long time. I did used to like. I did used to be a bit of a normie and play as Yoshi sometimes. Uh, That's the most normie pick. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I I did like to play as a Luigi, but admittedly, growing up, I did like to just play as Mario a bit as well. But but yeah, I'll say yes. So, where do you think? What would your level of respect be for Luigi as a character if this game series didn't exist? Well, he would certainly be. Um, he wouldn't have an identity because <laughs> like, his whole identity is based around uh, him being a scaredy cat now. Like he just he would just be one of Mario's brothers. He'd probably just be as weird as Waluigi and Wario, really. Mm. If he didn't have this, like he would just be a side character to Mario. So um, it's a good thing that they fleshed him out. It helps with some of the. It makes you excited to see him, especially like for instance in Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, there's like a whole side mode called uh, Luigi's Balloon something, Luigi's Balloon Race or or something, and it's basically like a side online multiplayer mode where you hide balloons to people and they've got to like track down balloons under the certain time limit and all these different things and it's always fun to see like luigi sort of floating there with a big balloon parachute waiting for you to come up and do all those online modes but like if if it wasn't it wasn't for these games if you saw him 
I don't think you would care as much. Um, you'd still care, but not not the same way. I don't know if I'd play as him in like all the games, if not for this stuff. But if I played as him, if I played as him when I was a kid, it wouldn't have been because of these games because I didn't have a GameCube anyway. Mm. So maybe I just liked Luigi. Maybe my brother played Mario and I had to play Luigi. I don't know. So you play as Wario, so like that's a whole nother story. Because Wario has, yeah, he has got his own games, but he's not not on the level as this series. No. Um, and not, not that you've played any of the Wario games anyway. No. Right? So, you know, why do you play as Wario? What's the story? Rhetorical question, so I don't have to answer it. I, was, I, th- <laughs> I think you're just being a bitch and walking away, personally. <laughs> so, um, I, no, just, just curious because, yeah, I know Luigi's obviously the right-hand man throughout the whole the whole thing. Yeah. Even from the from what well, super obviously first Super Mario Brothers. Uh but given that that's this is his only real solo presence, mm-hmm. it's sort of yeah, it's curious that because Luigi's Mansion, it's still it's still not like a huge series. It's still like a oh like for most people they'd think, Oh yeah, I might play that one day. It's never like a oh mm. Luigi, I have to play Luigi's Mansion and it's one of the biggest series on the Nintendo or anything like that. It's not yeah. that's not the case. So I just find it uh yeah, I was just interested to hear what you thought about him as a character because it sounds like most yeah as you said most of his identity now is based on this game even though it's still not like a huge deal so yeah. it's, I mean it's yeah. more identity than Mario has right mm. like Mario obviously oh, Mario as, as a has, personality yeah mm. yeah Mario obviously has like a million games under his name and he's the main character but at the end of the day Mario is just a a dude that wants to save the princess like he doesn't have any he doesn't have a lot of like old alternative motives or much personality that shines through in his games. Like he played Galaxy recently. Like he's sort of just like he's the main character, but it's not like you learn so much about Mario. No, he's just you, Mario. While That's you it. play. But you learn mm. a lot about Luigi when you play these games mm. in comparison. So I think uh overall Luigi's a much better character than Mario probably because of it. But the games themselves, um yeah, I'm really glad they exist. Because they're so unique. Mm. It's not like I've yeah I've I haven't really played any other game that's like these games, other than the like slight Resident Evil connection. Mm. But the game, like the the sucking up ghosts and and all that, the the quirky music and the you know the way Luigi just creeps around corners and things like it's very it's very different to anything I've ever played. So I would recommend it for sure to try to people. And is that so? What if you're what would be the one thing you would recommend people play it for? Is it something to do with gameplay? Is that would it be to experience Luigi's character? Yeah, I'd say play it for. Play it to experience something uh, that's Mario-related that isn't as um, straightforward and, like, towing the line, I guess. Something that's a bit more creative and out of the box. More experimental. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's probably a good word. It's definitely an experimental um, part of the Mario universe. And you think that's... Yeah. Do you think that's sort of, uh, like, could be due to the fact that it's a second-party studio doing it, that, that you, they think they're not quite in the same... I mean, Nintendo made the first or... one. Like, the, Nintendo made the first game mm. by themselves, and they even pushed it over Super Mario Sunshine, right? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I th- I'm just glad that they do it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and they'll make a fourth one. Like Luigi's Mansion Three sold like tw- twenty million copies or something stupid, like crazy. So, um, they'll make another one at some point. So it's not gonna just finish. So we'll see. It's um, it's it's fun. It's a good one. 
that's all I've really got. That's it. Luigi's Mansion. Hopefully you can try them one day. Um, whichever game, I think it'd be worth giving them a go. I've said this to you about every Nintendo franchise <laughs> I've brought up. Like, oh, you should give it a try. Hey, I don't have a game now. Hasn't happened yet. I don't have a game at the minute. Hellgot's Legacy going in the next week or two. Oh, scrap that. Come no, on. I let's, get, let's get moving on some real games. Hey, I can see Luigi's Mansion 3 sitting yeah, right there. We're not playing Hogwarts, right? It's not happening. There's no we. Just me. We're console linked, mate. <laughs> we are together forever now. What does it mean besides <laughs> seeing your profile every time I turn my <laughs> PlayStation on? Yeah, I don't mind. Borrow 3. That's, I'm more than happy to, for you to borrow that. It's fine with me. All right, everybody. I'm borrowing Luigi's Mansion 3, and I'll do an episode on it in a few weeks. Oi. That's a big statement. And I'll call it Luigi's episode, uh, Mansion 3. Luigi Mansion 3. Luigi Mansion 3. Yeah. Luke's take. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll know from the get-go that G00 is goo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That could be a new series. Luke's take on games that I've palmed off to you to play that are (laughs) Nintendo and Obscure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. New bonus series. All right. Well, that's it. Luigi's Mansion. Hope everyone enjoyed it. If you can play it, give it a go. If not, you know, think about it at least. Mm. Um, And keep playing games and see everyone next time. Luke's got a finger up, so what's he going to (laughs) say? It's called a hand up. Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, just while we're, uh, you know, while we've finished the main discussion, I just wanted to recommend to everyone, if you like video gamey shows, I do recommend the new One Piece live action adaptation. Because it does feel and play out very much like a video game uh, in in ways that it has like boss battles and stuff. Mm. It was just a surprising little video game twist to it that I didn't expect. So I just wanted to say, everyone get to Netflix and try it out to see what you reckon. You'll see what I mean yeah. when, when, it, when the moments hit. He's weaving out hardcore. Oi, and you're playing House of the Dragon. Manga. <laughs> it's manga. You're a manga fan. <laughs> Do you, uh, how's House of the Dragon going, Will? It's a good game. I'm playing House of the Dragon. Yeah. It's a good game. It's good. I got two episodes to go. I watched another one yesterday. Ooh. So, um, yeah. And it jumped another six years in the future <laughs> too, so great. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've uh, watched... Yeah, I'm almost done. Two to go. Good show. Game of Thrones is back. Baby. Sort of. Yeah. Exact same theme song. So that's going to mean it's back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't know how to feel about that, but... Nonetheless, it happened. I felt great about it. When I heard the theme song, I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully they'll make Luigi's Mansion um, show one day. Mm. Game game of... No, it doesn't. I couldn't work it out. Never mind. Yeah, just Move don't on. even try. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take our leave, and we'll see everyone on the next episode of the Rumble Pack. See you then.